and the crypto bros. That's actually no, no, no. Forget everything I said. That's the final form of the crypto bros. Yeah. The crypto bros go from crypto cokeheads to scante warriors in Cathedral City or Mexicali or what's El Centro. You know, they live in Mexico almost because they can't afford the Orange County home they were in. You know, they go from. Yeah, they go. They end up on cops. They they had a YouTube channel where they talked about crypto and finance. Bitcoin hit fifteen thousand dollars. The bank went dry. They FTX crashed, and now they're Scante warriors in Riverside County on cops. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Y-Files podcast. I'm Wyatt Boyce, she's Annika Maria, and we are coming to you live from America, where the meaning of a loving family is smoking crack, frequenting prostitutes, and fucking your dead brother's widow. You gotta film it all. All, every second. All right, so the big news this week is Elon Musk has leaked the Twitter files, which is evidence that the Democrats and Twitter, or the previous tw Twitter administration, colluded together to bury the Hunter Biden laptop story. Um, and, you know, it's funny that the Republicans, they're, they're upset that they had to wait. They're upset that they didn't get to see the president's son's dick sooner than they did, you know? So, and I thought that that was really funny because people that are largely against same-sex marriage are pissed that they didn't get to see the president's son's hog, you know what I'm saying? So what exactly did Elon Musk release? Like, what is the Hunter Biden files? The Hunter Biden files is internal documents um, that is communication between the Biden campaign and the previous uh, uh, the previous Twitter organization, like whoever owned it before. And of, of them saying there's a lot of uh, hack and leaks coming. There's hack and leaks coming. There's false news coming around the election. And so they specifically asked for this Hunter Biden laptop story to be buried. And to be fair, I don't think that Twitter was all that much of a participant in that lie. I think that it was more the Biden campaign approached it saying this is a private matter. Joe's running for president. He has this addict son. He's trying to deal with it in private. Like, can we please not make this a trending story? Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but, you know, maybe the, maybe that was the intention that the Biden campaign had. They really wanted Joe to have time, but it doesn't seem like Joe was really doing much of anything. Maybe Jill was helping out with this Hunter thing, but that's not even his mom, you know? Yeah. So, and it's funny because like, you know, these MAGA people, that are typically anti same sex marriage are upset that they didn't get to see Hunter's dick right. sooner. <laughs> and, you know, I was thinking about it and I really think the, that the M in MAGA stands for meat gazing. Okay. Oh yeah. And, and, and I thought I was just thinking like, how funny would that be if all this time we come across, we, we go through all of this time and we find out that QAnon actually stands for questioning anonymously. <laughs> I mean, because you really think about it, you know, like they're they care about the weirdest shit, you know, like every, you know, if you know, these QAnon people, everyone's gay, everyone's a pedophile, everyone's Jewish and all these things. It's like, I think they're 
questioning anonymously the same way that we said, you know, Andrew Tate, the way that you said, actually, Andrew Tate, sneak all these guys, they hate on women so much. You must want another dude, right? Right. It's the same as like, you know, these meat gazing magas, you know, these questioning anonymously, you know, they, so the question is, what side are you on? Both. Are you QAnon? Both. Are you? I'm, I love Q. Okay? Right. I love Q. <laughs> And I am cute because I am questioning most of the time. Oh, that's yeah, good to so. know. And and that's not necessarily true. I'm just saying, you know, whichever <laughs> one gets me more more viewers. Right. Because um, that's all that really matters. And it's funny that we get to this point where you're not even defending things based on whether or not they make sense. You're just defending people based on whether or not you like them. You know, like, you know, like Hunter Biden smokes crack and fucks hookers on camera and then you know the the uh the new york times will run an article and they're like huh you know crack really isn't that bad and hookers don't have stds you know everyone has vices and he's really brave for coming across and dealing with his vices and his addictions on a public platform and then you have trump will say something you know there'll be a hurricane coming and trump will be like Oh, should I bomb it? And, you know, his and his and all of his constituents. Oh, you know, if we really do drop a bomb somewhere out there in the water, it might redirect, you know, the direction of it, you know, and it really makes, you know, if you really think about it, I think the blast from the bomb is is really, really powerful enough to just, you know, send the, the hurricane towards China or something, you know. Um, and, you know, this is. This is really where we're at, where it's like people are just you defend the people that you side with politically or the people that you like, you know, because you have Hunter Biden smoking crack. Fucking hookers on camera and taking like shady deals all over the place and getting put on boards for things he's not qualified for. And people, you know, like this one tweet from this one account called Call to Activism I came came across was... um saying that he comes from a loving family. He just has an addiction and he's worth a hundred Donald Trump juniors. And I wonder I, if call to action helped write the Amber Heard letter. Of, of course they did. It's, it's literally crazy. Like when you think about it, if you read it, you're like, there's, there's no way these people are actually serious. They follow politics like a fucking sport. And they're like, oh, well, I like Hunter Biden and he's Joe Biden's son. So Trump who I don't like, his son must be bad, you know, yeah. even though, even though Hunter's the one that fucked his dead brother's wife. And, and like, it's, but it's a loving family. They love, they literally love each other. Yeah, they literally, they literally love, each other. love each other. And, and, um, and then you have Trump people. They're like, Oh yeah. Like he didn't say that he grabbed her by the pussy. He said that he could, if he wanted to, you know? And, <laughs> You know, he's a he's the greatest con artist of all time. And they're like, you know, this really is the guy that we want in charge, you know, and he's a godsend. And he's and he's just coming. He was sent by Jesus Christ to fight against the evil. Jews. And I have to cut that last word out so we don't get taken down. But that's what it is. You have two sides that make no logical sense at all in their arguments. I mean, sometimes on some points, things actually make sense. But 
you know, on one side, you're supporting a bribe taking brother, wife, fucking crackhead. And the other side, you're just taking like a family of con artists. They literally were just convicted. They had people in their organization convicted of felony tax fraud. So it's like you guys are both sides of you are going to look at me and say like that I'm that something's wrong with me for not picking one of the two. Yeah. They're, they're just it's stupid. You yeah, know? it's dumb. Truly. Um, you know, it's funny how dumb both sides are, too, because the left argues for progress and they're like, oh, you know, the laws are outdated. Things need to change. And then the right is like, no, the Constitution was built to last. And then this past week you have Trump say, oh, you know, we need to throw out these parts of the Constitution because it's why I lost the election. Yeah. It's like, oh, so now we're both arguing to get to change or get rid of the Constitution. But you're both at polar opposite ends. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Sometimes I think that they're both so extreme that they just keep going in a circle. Yeah. And keep overlapping each other. Yeah. And like what you see on like Fox News or CNN, if you watch Tucker, you watch Don Lemon, like you're not really getting like the average person like you do have the super woke super far left and then you do have the QAnon super far right and then but most people are like somewhere in that like middle and you know something else that was really interesting was after putting out the twitter files elon musk said that he wouldn't be surprised if there was an attempt on his life after putting out that information about the biden administration what are your thoughts I mean, I feel like his chance of assassination has been high for a long time, just being a public figure. And, like, the richest man alive. Yeah. That I don't know that it makes a huge difference, but I could be wrong. That's just my opinion. I yeah. think he's being a drama queen. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Q's carrying sink into Twitter headquarters. <laughs> but it says... Elon Musk claims the risk of his assassination is quite significant. It's not that hard to kill somebody if you really want to. Hopefully they don't. It's not that hard to kill somebody if you really want to. Now tell me, does that not sound like somebody that's had somebody whacked before? Yeah. How do you know from experience? Yeah. For, how do you know that it's easy? You're the richest man alive. I assume, I assume you could smite somebody and it wouldn't even cost you like like a dime out of your pocket because money's so worthless. He could smite somebody for pennies. You yeah. Know? You know, he could, he could just get the SpaceX engineers locked up in a room and says, we're cutting funding. Somebody's got to go because he doesn't want to pay severance. So, you know, they figure it out. Someone doesn't come out and yeah, but <laughs> no, but tell me that it doesn't sound like, the words of someone that's had someone knocked off. Yeah, that's before. a good point. I didn't think about it that way, but yeah, when you th I wouldn't the, be surprised. The richest man alive who literally kind of like is leading multiple industries. If you're talking about private space industry, um, Twitter, I guess, um, and Tesla, like somebody that's that important with that much money and that much power to just say it's not that hard to kill somebody if you really want to my vote is that he's definitely like ex-wives you know somebody somebody had to go you know or like yeah 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 moving on something that i thought about when i was driving down santa monica the other day to the gym 
is just how much of an absolute dump most of LA is, you know? And it's like crazy to think about how you can pay $3,000 a month for a one bedroom apartment and you walk outside and you have somebody that's just shooting up heroin right there, right on the street, you know? And, um, you know, there's this idea out there that Los Angeles is just this like destination for early because you know it was at one point but you know you have violence and crime you have people that just get robbed for their watch while they're at, at you know brunch outside and and you know people got mad when we we had people in the comments that were upset when we were like Los Angeles or when I was like Los Angeles is a mess Los Angeles is a mess blah 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 and people are like what are you doing about it what are you doing about it it's like what do you want us to do? You yeah, know? I don't understand what they think we were supposed to do. We're like, just do you, commentating. Like, do you want us to go down and say, hey, do you just want, can you please just smoke a little bit? Yeah. Like, you can have a job and you can have a family and you can have a house and you can pay rent, but you got it. You only get to do heroin twice a week. That's what, that's what they wanted us to do. They want us to go down there and say, hey, you just get, you, you smoke, smoke a little bit of crack, sniff a little bit of meth, whatever it is. And, you know, it's crazy. Like, People say, will see somebody like me saying it's such a mess and they're like, why don't you do something about it? And it's just like, what do you want me to do? I think if anything, talking about it is one of the most effective things we can do. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, talking about it is pretty much the extent of actual change that two singular people can make. Exactly. And, you know, people want to act like it. LA is just like, a vacation spot where we have Hollywood and the beaches and this and that. And it's really, it's like, you know, that the beaches and the, the relaxed safe neighborhood Mm -hmm. type of vibe is like, you get on the other side of the freeway and past LAX and you get into like the South Bay of like Hermosa, Redondo, El Segundo, stuff like that. And those are better places, you know, because they're the freeway and the and the and the airport acts as like a sh- wall, as like a barrier between them and the the hellscape that is Los Angeles, you know, and and you know, it's crazy that you can go to Hollywood Boulevard and you can see someone with their pants off in an intersection. Like when I went and got tattooed um, on my arm, um, I was laying down face down while this arm was getting tattooed and I was looking out the window that way and I just saw a guy that was obviously unhoused and he was walking around shirtless and he was also definitely unbathed and he was walking around outside and there was a half wall in the tattoo parlor so I only saw him from the waist up and I was like okay homeless guy outside and I (laughs) and he walks to where I can see him through the glass door of the tattoo parlor and his pants are like at his, or I'm sorry, at his knees ass out. Like he's just like touching his dick. Like he's not like really like masturbating, but he's like holding it. You know, he's just holding the piece, you know, he's just on the street, holding the piece, holding the block he down. Stays ready. You know? He was just, fucking, he stays ready for a shoddy to walk by. Yeah. He was fucking blowered down, holding the block oh. down. And, um, he, um, and uh, yeah, and he was like, he just sat down and he sat bare ass on the hot pavement at like three in the afternoon for like the entire time, not the entire time, but a good portion of that session. I was there like six hours. Yeah, there was a hair salon. I think it was an OC or something. There was a hair salon where 
there was two women inside and there was a homeless man who brought a chair right in front of the window. You know how in hair salons there's giant yeah. like window walls yeah. in the front? He was put, he posted up in a chair and was just beating it right in front of these two chicks, like staring at them. It was crazy. And you know that's who he's thinking about too. That's oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, I remember. They were cute, so shout out to him. <laughs> he had good taste. He, he was taking what he could get, though. He was taking what he could yeah. get. And um, there's a lot of glamour in Los Angeles. It's just not out in the open. It's in private. You know? Especially most of entertainment, like being online. You know, you have podcast studios like this. And, you know, a lot of productions have moved. Not a lot of, but productions have moved out of state to like Texas and stuff like that because of the permits being cheaper. And, you know, there's definitely glamour. It's just not, like you said, just visible. Like, Because it, it used to be like the glitz and the glamour. You're in Hollywood. Right. And it's just like not there anymore, especially when you have a city that's like, really under maintained you know yeah and uh especially yeah i agree with you so speaking of something else that's messy good morning america host tj holmes and amy robach got caught in a cheating scandal and it is public okay disgusting shame on them (laughs) death to all of them so tj holmes got caught fucking his co-host you know he did. And I can't really talk that much shit because me and this guy got a lot in common. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey. You're not wrong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Might need to get HR involved over here at Y-Files. Yeah, at first my mind went to cheating on his wife and I was like, hmm? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so TJ Holmes has actually made a joke in the past about his wife leaving him. He said, Ugh. TJ Holmes past joke i don't know when it was from but it's a joke about his wife having reasons to leave him is actually going viral since this whole scandal with amy robach uh went public Mm -hmm. he actually said asking her for another 10 years would be asking too much another 10 months that might even be a stretch if she gave me another 10 weeks i should consider myself lucky if she puts up with me for another 10 days i'd be grateful at the time holmes gushed about his connection with feebig adding but she would even spare another 10 minutes of her time. I should consider myself blessed. Yeah. How like many it. times have you cheated on your wife, dude? Because she's ready to go. Blueface has cheated on Krishan like six times a week. And she's still sticking around, you know? So, yeah. So is she a fair weather wifey? She was only around when times are good. And as soon as, as soon as he cheated, she was gone. Don't say you love me if you leave when I cheat, was what he said. That's what I think he said. He was quoted saying that while he was balls deep in Amy Robach. Ew. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) No, it's... uh, Honestly, I respect Blueface more than I respect TJ Holmes. Oh, because he does it out in the open. Yeah. Yeah. These These girls know what it is, but then I hate when a guy... This is something that keeps, like, coming out in in the media, is, like, men who pretend, like... They love their wife, but then, like, do the most reckless stuff. It's like, you don't have to do that. You don't have to, like, put up this front that you're, like, the perfect husband. Like, Ned Fulmer. Oh, my God. That was, that blew my mind. His whole gimmick was, I'm, like, the wife guy. It's the only reason people liked him. Yeah, I'm the happily married guy. People fan or stand me and my wife. Yeah. 
Like, his wife was the most interesting part about him. Yeah. And he was just going on public dates with the other girl. <sighs> Disgusting. Shame on all of them. Yeah. Death to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> but black men don't cheat. So I, th- I will have to see what comes out. You know, I know there was the video of him smacking Amy Robach on the ass. Yeah, I haven't actually seen that. That's you crazy. I'll show you. It's funny. It's it's literally like they're packing up. Like they went on a weekend away or something. And there's a private in- guest, uh, investigator. That's how all of this came out was there was a private investigator. And this guy is literally 10 feet behind him in his car holding a camera. And they're putting stuff in the trunk. They're putting stuff in the trunk of this car. And then TJ Holmes just goes... And like grabs Amy Robach's ass and then they go and they get back in the car and drive off. Imagine how long you have to be like sneaking around to be that comfortable out in public like that. It's the same as Ned Fulmer going to lunch with her and showing up late to video shoots with her. Yeah, and it's almost worse that they work together because then there's that, like, guys of, like, oh, we're just, it's just work. Mm -hmm. Like, if you see me with this person, it's just work. It's strictly business. Yeah. They have that to lean on. Imagine being a spouse that thinks they're just, oh, damn it, I have to go to work. I'll see you in a few hours, babe. Fuck, I don't want to go to work. Yeah. And you literally, like, in between, like, you know, in between like the morning hour and the afternoon hour, Amy Robach is just throating cock backstage yeah. or, back, or off camera, you know? They're like half hugging at office holiday parties and stuff like that. Acting. Like these people know each other. Yeah, that's like, crazy. Ned Fulmer's wife was friends with that girl. Like sh- they they hung out like it hurts me to my they, core. The the weirdest thing is to see like these people in the media cheating and you watch them interact after knowing what's been going on mm-hmm. and there's just like shady shit everywhere that it, you never would have thought anything before but now that you know you're like that's gross that's disgusting oh yeah and it's the same as remember we saw that picture of chris paul and his wife taking a picture <gasps> with kim it's confirmed <laughs> it's confirmed i'm here to tell you it happened that's always how it goes down uh, yeah oh. <laughs> can so, we pull up the picture like, tell me this doesn't... We don't have to do it right now. But, I'll put it on the screen. <laughs> but can we pull up the picture? Like, put it on the screen. Yeah, tell me you. this doesn't look like ex- the mathematical formula to finding out that a man is cheating on his wife with someone in their close vicinity. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's always how it seems to be going down. And it, it's crazy, you know, like... Um, uh, you know, it's like, what if like Devin, Devin Booker and Chris Paul are, are carpooling to the Kardashian house together? <laughs> I don't even want to know what that locker room is. These dudes are running like. into the Kardashian house like Royal Rumble entrance. <laughs> but what's your take, though? Do you think that Chris Paul smashed? The evidence is pretty damning, especially if they've like been together. Kanye is kind of on one right now, but it just seems like a really random name to be making up, you know? Yeah, as a general statement, I feel like... When there's smoke, there's fire. I feel like when Kanye's generalizing, it's usually like BS. But when he has something very specific to say about a specific person, we should look deeper into it. We really should. We should, because that was his ex-wife. That's the mother of his children. Mm -hmm. If he's not rooted in reality when he says that Chris Paul smashed his Mm ex-wife... Someone needs to help this man. Yeah. 
Yeah, because that means he literally made it up. Yeah. That's crazy. So, I don't know. My opinion is it happened. And I'm here to tell you I can confirm it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I I have to agree with you because, like I said a minute ago, like where there's smoke, there's fire. They have There's pictures of them around each other. The ex-husband says something was up. Chris Paul just seems like such a random name, though. Like, it just... He's a little bit older. I don't know. Who, who knows? But I, I saw somebody talking about how everybody but LeBron – or I'm sorry, the Banana Boat crew minus LeBron has smashed a Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and then, you know, something else that we found out about TJ Holmes as well is that he was having a years-long affair with a Good Morning America producer – named Natalia Singh, I believe it was. And so it's crazy. It's like, who is he not fucking? Yeah, he is he fucking the, the men on set as well? Just nonstop horny, you know? Yeah, he doesn't he's seem got, to have self-control. Blue Chew needs to give him a sponsorship because he's <laughs> fucking all the time. You think he's all natural or what? I don't think he's natty. The dick's got... Because he's probably got to go home and fuck his wife too. So, or they have a sexless marriage. Because he did make jokes about her not having reasons to stay. Maybe it was just his guilty conscience. Maybe he maybe he just knew. Yeah, he knew. He's like, everything's good now. Yeah. Might be good tomorrow, next week, next year. But this house comes crashing down when she finds out how many people I've been fucking with at work. I want to <laughs> hear him make a statement. I want to know... Black men don't cheat. That's his. That's his official statement. I saw it already. It's on his. It's Twitter page verified. Yeah, it's up there. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. We know what Amy Robach has to say about it. Yeah, she told TMZ to get a life, and she said this thing's over. It's not over, Amy Robach. It's not over. Marriages are falling apart. Yeah. We haven't figured out yet. You guys are still off off the show. Yeah. But it's over now. No, no, no. I'm not buying it. This situation, Amy, Amy, listen. This situation is far from resolved. And we're calling you out. We're calling you out. Amy Robach, TJ Holmes, on the show. Come <laughs> sit next to me. I have beef with both of them. Do they film that show in LA or New York? New York. New York? Okay. We won't fly you guys out. <laughs> Come on your own dime. Sit right next to here. We're going to talk about it, okay? Shit, and try even... not to fuck us, okay? Because I know you guys are horny. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, don't try to fuck anyone, any of our workers, but we don't have those. <laughs> uh, and so they're off of the show until further notice. Yes. And so, you know, this is just an out. Watch. The two replacements are fucking too. I guarantee it. <laughs> no, I don't think they'll be replaced. I honestly think they'll bring them back. So who's in their slot? A different show? No, it's just two to other people that work for the network. Gotcha. But I believe it's temporary, and I do believe that their ratings, like, spiked like crazy in the days after the news broke. Uh-huh. So I do think they'll have them back. I think this is a formality. Uh-huh. Just to, like, kind of let the smoke clear a little bit. But yeah. I think they'll be back. Yeah, give us some time. Time heals all. You know, they'll... The marriages will remain. The affair will continue. They will have their jobs back. Tristan Thompson's gotten back with Chloe 50 times now. Oh, don't even get me started. 
It's the old, uh, it's like, uh, like Dave Chappelle says, you know, the old mouse trap and the pussy trick, eh? You know, they, they go, but they know it's going to hurt them and they keep going back, you know, and we'll see. People are dummies, you know? Yeah. Also, Chloe has a kid by him. Just one, right? Yeah. Oh. No, two. Two. Yeah. And he paid Kylie's friend to money yeah. to stay single while he was with Chloe. Chloe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's almost the worst part. That's almost the worst part about the whole thing is that oh, he yeah. paid another girl to stay single for him mm-hmm. while he was having a baby. Yeah. And like under false pretenses committed. Yeah. To Khloe Kardashian. That's the worst part to me. You know what's really crazy about Khloe Kardashian? There's a rumor that she is not, uh, or is that, is that she's uh, OJ Simpson's kid? <laughs> That's not true. I think it's true. No, it's not true. They did 23 and Me. She's Middle Eastern, like the, like Robert Kardashian. And like Kanye said, the lost tribes of Israel, the Middle East, the Jew. I'm just kidding. I'm going to cut that out. I was just joking. I was totally just kidding. <laughs> so. While we're on the topic of TV, we're going to shift from Good Morning America to something that we've been watching a lot, which is uh, Cops. You know, it's not on TV, to my knowledge, anymore. We've just been running it up on YouTube. And, and like, you know, Cops is like true Cops and Live PD, but Cops is the OG. Cops is truly like a GOAT program. Yeah. I got to be honest. Like, what's, what's like the most entertaining thing on Cops, like for you? Like, what really grabs your attention the most? Meth. <laughs> I, you know, that's something that kind of, like, made me think, too, because, like, I had no idea how many people did meth. Oh, yeah. Know? Like, you know, I, like, I saw Foo's Gone Wild would post, like, the Scante Warriors and stuff. But, like, I always thought that, like, meth was, like, kind of like an out there thing, you know? And it's really not, like... Yeah, unfortunately, it's the cheaper option for people who are addicted to other things. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people who grow up thinking, I'll never do meth. Yeah. Do meth. I mean, I signed the D.A.R.E. agreement in like fifth grade and I was smoking weed like <laughs> not that long. I'm fifth enough. I was smoking weed like four years later. But I mean, I signed the D.A.R.E. agreement and I did not keep my promise. But you had every intention at the time, right? Yeah, I think that's what matters. You yeah. Know? You know, when so before they became meth heads, they had the intention of not. And I think it's the effort that counts, you know. So when they first got into drug use, they were like, I'm high class. I'm going to snort blow. What is this, dude? I, come on. I'm, I work in real estate. I'm out here buying coke. I'm going to fucking crush it, you know. Yeah. I think that's why D.A.R.E. exists, right? To create future drug users. Yeah. Reverse psychology. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> and um you know the you know they're you know you get into you're in real estate or finance you get into you get into it and you're you're doing blow and you're fucking whores on friday nights and then the housing market dries up yep the real estate market or i'm sorry the stock market crashes and that blow is not as cheap it doesn't it's not as affordable as it once was you know those pockets are tight you can already barely afford the three thousand dollar a month studio apartment they're living in you know yeah um and then so they they turn from wall street cokeheads to riverside county sconte warriors and that's the natural progression that's pretty much where that's like the final form if you're a real estate or a finance bro it's kind of Scante Warrior living in San Bernardino or Riverside. Uh, maybe like, you know, maybe you live in like Castaic or something like that. Oh. 
but that's uh that's the final form that's the journey is from dare participant and signing the form and then years later they forget that promise and then so that's really the final form is you get in you come into money through real estate or finance and you fall out of money with a drug habit it's just you know everybody that that majored in uh in finance you know and the crypto bros that's actually no 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 forget everything i said that's the final form of the crypto bros yeah the crypto bros go from crypto cokeheads to scante warriors in cathedral city or mexicali or what's el centro you know they live in mexico almost because they can't afford the orange county home they were in you know they go from yeah they go they end up on cops they they had a youtube channel where they talked about crypto and finance. Bitcoin hit $15,000, the bank went dry, they, FTX crashed, and now they're Scante warriors in Riverside County on cops. Ugh, I gagged in my mouth when you said FTX. <laughs> and they end up on cops in a stolen car with meth, and they get pulled over because the, mat, the plate doesn't match the car, and they say... Is there any drugs or drugs or uh, weapons in the car? And they say no. I promise, officer. Not that I know of. I I'm just, clean. I'm clean. I smoke weed. I smoke yeah, weed. I would it. never do that. <laughs> and within five seconds, literally within five seconds, they open the door. It's like sitting on the seat, and it's a loaded handgun with the serial number scratched off. And they usually have like a personal use amount, but then they have baggies and a scale. So it's like. My favorite was the lady who, the lady that came up, she, we've seen her twice now. We like rewatched it last night, uh -huh. but it was the lady who got pulled over and then the, she, the cop asked, are there any drugs in the car? And she said, no, I, I only smoke weed. And the, the lady opens the door, finds a crack pipe and goes, are you sure? She, and she admits to it. She says, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I lied. And then she goes, oh, wait, no, no, no. That's my boyfriend. It's like, OK, so we went from not doing drugs and only smoking weed to, oh, I'm sorry. I lied to you there. That's my crack pipe is in there, too. Oh, wait, that's not mine. It, it's so it's crazy. meth mentality. Exactly. It's meth head. And they're doing the meth walk out of the car. You know, <laughs> you know what? I think we just figured out that Conor McGregor's Billy strut is actually a meth walk. <gasps> it's an evolved down. gentleman's meth walk. Yeah. It's the high class proper coil of whiskey, oh. black farge in meth walk. He fought Floyd. He was on Coke at the time. Fathered countless. He graduated from coke to meth. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He broke his leg. You know the fights haven't been coming. Proper twelve's not what it used to be. Artem Lobov sued him. He had to pay Michael Chiesa. They just came into it. Came to a legal settlement over the bus incident with Khabib five years later. Yeah, that was meth behavior. Meth behavior. <laughs> Conor McGregor, what's going on? That's why dolly. he's not in the USADA pool. Not the dolly. That's why he's not in the USADA pool. I think we've cracked the case, guys. Ariel Helwani, everybody shut, shut the investigation down. He's not on SARMs. He's not on HGH. Conor McGregor is on street-grade meth, okay? Street-grade meth. And he's raising children, too. It's really a tragic thing. And, you know, his rise is very similar to the crypto bros, you know? Yeah. Meteoric. You know, he went Cage Warriors double champ, UFC debut, UFC champ, double champ, Floyd, proper 12, so much money. And then it all came crashing down. 
court cases, Khabib totally punked him. So and, you think there's a reason he graduated from Coke to meth? Yeah, so the same way. So so Bitcoin hitting 13,000 is 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 basically for the crypto like Connor Connor McGregor equivalent sorry, Connor McGregor breaking his leg is the equivalent of the crypto bros with Bitcoin hitting like 13k. The well dried up. But I think he just did it for the culture. He You know, meth culture is really like a it's really like a really it's really starting to pop off especially in los angeles you know? oh you we think do, it's the next big thing it is the next big okay. thing and you know that's what's so crazy is you know um you know we we had we had the the, the 80s was coke 2000s was weed mostly and then so right now you have meth and fentanyl vying for for dominance on the la streets you know and that's really Conor McGregor is really the poster boy for that, you know. Maybe we should. some petty criminal charges didn't do a whole lot of time. Instead of a weight class, the UFC should have a a meth division where it's just like two meth heads just go head to head in, yeah, the, see, in the octagon. Could you imagine that <laughs> uh, sanctioned? You have sanctions, so they're <laughs> we're not drug testing. We're throwing that out. Obviously, not drug testing. It, actually, drugs are encouraged. Drugs are, drugs are actually encouraged. They might test you to make sure you're doing drugs. Yes, exactly. And you know what's crazy? Pride, the former, like the old Japanese promotion. In their contracts, is proven. In their contracts, it says all caps in bold, underlined. We do not test for steroids. That's what we need. We do not test for amphetamines. That's what we need. And they need to test for, they need to, basically the, the, anything that brings them down. So no cannabis, no, no alcohol, anything that's a downer, that's cut out. We have meth, we have HGH, and if they win the fight, they don't get like a knockout bonus. They get to go on coke for the night. Oh, but you almost think maybe they won't even want Coke anymore because oh. meth is just too good. And also meth culture is the vibe, right? Yeah. Now, you know? So Coke see, was the eighties. Yeah. You meth know? is the new wave. M meth is the new wave. You know, it's like we had Yeah, you're totally right. I think they turned down the sniffies to fucking oof, to smoke some meth, you know? <laughs> so they say, Hey, I just want a fist fight. I don't want your money, and I don't want your expensive drugs. Give me that glass. Oh my God. <laughs> GTG, give me that glass. Yeah, real realistically though, you can uh, you can find uh, you can find a U UFC fights going down on Skid Row on a daily basis. You know what I'm oh. saying? Oh. You have uh, Herb Dean's down there too. You know they got <laughs> uh, Herb Dean's down there. He's in a hazmat suit. He's He's making sure everyone stays clear. Nobody touches them. And then, uh, yeah, they pack it up and go home for the day. I mean, I mean, obviously the people on meth don't go home because they live there. But, Aww, they but are home. They are home. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Imagine being like, go home. Get out of here, man. Go home. And he, some, some like, like, you know, Connor actually at, at, with all of his meth minions behind him is just like, I am home, brother. <laughs> 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 you know who really looks like he's on meth is Hamza. Yeah, cleft lip, ears are bent out of shape. Uh, Don't you love how he said he was stabbed? Yeah, said he was stabbed, born with a cleft lip. 
It's what happens. It's okay. Inbred people tend to have all types of defects. <laughs> it's okay. Just admit it. Yeah. Honestly, I respect you more. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, one last thing I wanted to touch on before we get out of here is, you know, with our across all of our platforms, social media, you know, YouTube, Instagram, just part of being a content creator, whether it's podcasting or anything else there, it comes and goes in waves of a lot of views and not a lot of views. And, you know, we kind of went through something like that over the past couple weeks. And, you know, that's what happens. YouTube and, and Instagram change their algorithms constantly. Things don't get pushed as much. And, you know, I was disappointed in these numbers that we had and, I got to thinking about how far the show has come in just six months, you know, you know, it's easy to sit and be like, wow, we only got this when we used to get that we, this last video got that. But when you think back, you know, we had zero followers and then 50 felt like a lot. Yeah. It really did feel like a lot. And then we had 50 and a hundred felt like a lot. And then, you know, we had a couple things get, uh, pick up some steam on YouTube and Instagram. And then we, you know, we have like 3000 followers on those Mm -hmm. and, so even when I look at those and I'm like, dang, this reel got 2000 plays, you know, it makes it just, I thought back to when we were at the beginning and they got five plays, they got nine plays. I'd be right. pumped. I if remember they, that. Yeah. I'd be pumped. I'd be like, babe, look, this got a hundred plays. And then now I'm like, oh, it only got 2000, Yeah. you know? So I think it's just really important to remember and, you know, give yourself credit for the for the, even the small victories, you know, whether it's a thousand followers or 10,000, whatever it is. Cause like, you know, you don't just hit like a million overnight and then sometimes you plateau for a while or you go up and down. And so it's all just like, you know, part of like, you know, just a reminder to like kind of enjoy the journey and be proud of how far you've come and don't always think about how, where you want to go, you know, totally. you know, so then that's, you know, just a matter of staying consistent. Everything in life is about staying consistent, you know, mm-hmm. putting the more episodes that we do, the better we get at at hosting a podcast, you know, the more things we put out and all that stuff, you know, just part of the process. So, um, even the fact that one person wants to watch our stuff is pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. Cause we're I, making our own stuff. Exactly. We're doing all of this is ourselves. There is nobody behind the camera. Guys. We do our own stunts. We do our own stunts. And you know, there, there's literally nobody here. It's just us. Everything start to finish from setting up to, editing filming everything it's all us and you know that's and that's something to be proud of and especially you know that's something to be proud of and especially as like anybody else keeps like pushing and like whatever they're doing just know that like you know you've come a long way even if you still got a lot to go you've come a long way yeah so that's all we got for you why files podcast i'm your host wyatt boyce she's on a camaruya we'll see you guys next time